welcome to the house of animation the front door is open so do always come in and enjoy the magic of animation and join us on our journey as we discuss yeah you know the rest of it sorry this recording i'm your host ben Gilman. we were just talking about peter pan and the clock is that the crocodile is a uh, clock sucker and that's coming up like uh, that's a couple of weeks now so that's why we're laughing I, i've completely ruined it sure. So I we could stop laughing. I am your host. Welcome to this animation podcast. We are not talking about Peter Pan today. We are talking about Soul. So we are joined by Tara Chloe and Trey Salmon. Hello. Yes, back. we are. I'm just kind of doing these these uh, these these easy intros where I'm not having to memorize what to say because it sounds a bit more professional and uh, you know it's better. Um, so we're here to talk about Soul, um, the most uh, interesting uh, visual um, film ever. In terms of like it, just it kind of goes from really good to really awful, depending on. I've never seen such a what do you call it? Like a, a, a quick transition from good animation to awful animation. Yeah, to like literally. Let's talk about the cloudy spunk people, like the, the, the see-through transparent spunky people in this film, because like I, I want to talk about. It's great to have a African American main character talk about jazz, and he's a really nice character. I mean, I mean, we're getting to it now. I'm just going to get the facts. My my mouse isn't working. This is a great start. This is professionalism, right? So it's uh, from Pixar, and that, the the guys of high quality. Yeah, it is about a gentleman, and I have lost the plot summary. Troy. Yes. Yes. Um, Jamie Fox. Joe. Oh, Joe Gardner, played by Jamie Fox, in New York City, a pianist, teaches. Music class part time at middle school while dreaming of playing jazz professionally. Um, when he receives an offer for a full time teaching position, his mother urges him to accept it. Um, Joe learns a, fa- a famous jazz musician has an opening in her quartet. This is at a jazz club. Uh, they hire him for that night show. Um, and he basically, because he's so happy, he gets distracted and dies down a manhole like you do. And the TJ, the Teenage Ninja Turtles did not save him. Then that means I know. Those, where, where were they? Those, those, they are fucking assholes. Um, Joe finds himself. We can never cover those those films. Uh, Joe finds himself as a disembodied soul. Uh, it's called the Great Beyond. So they all look like blue spunk. Um, he comes back in, and there's a lot on. And there's uh, Troy. Can you take over? Because I kind of forgot my part. Okay. Yeah, because literally. Um... Joe, the Joe Gardner, the Jamie Foxx's character, he's not like, the main guy. He's like, as Ben said before, the Great Beyond. They're on this kind of stairway. He sees this white mass of like oh, sparkles. So he wants to bust this guy. <laughs> it's a fucking corner. Everyone's spunking in heaven. These particles are literally the mass of light. Where instead of soul, shouldn't it? Soul spunk. But yeah, so he's, he's just like, wait, wait, where the heck are we? Because you see these these um, older women behind him talking, saying, well, go on, go on there. Go, go ahead. Go on. Go into the great beyond. And he's like, no, 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 no. I've got stuff to do. I can't die here. I have to go back to my body. Because like, he's, he's, he's literally realised he's dead at this point. Or in a coma. He's literally unconscious right now. He's like near death, on the verge of death at this point. So literally, he's, he's just trying to run back. He's just trying to run back to his body. He's literally just running past all these people. And uh, all, all these um, blue spirits that have been portrayed in this movie, and he goes, he goes to all these different places, like the the great before, 
um, that just kind of uh, build up, build up all these kind of future souls that are going to get sent to the world to get to be born. And he's just like he's looking around. He's like, what the heck is going on? We've got these 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 stringy um um auditors. <laughs> My favorite one is the, the accountant. He makes me laugh. That's it sounds Australian. And I'm like, he's, he's, he's like, he sounds so villainous, but funny at the same time. I'm like, who is this guy? That was the I mean, I mean, he meets a so-called 22. Yeah. Uh, so that's amazing. Uh, who discovers she doesn't want, want to avoid Earth. She doesn't want to be reincarnated. Yeah. Uh, and it's got the guy from The Office, Stephen Merchant, as a spunk. A spunk. It's oh Spider-Man <laughs> spunk. It's Spider-Man spunky dream. Um, and to find, like, it's kind of if you ignore the messy animation, it is like a thing like of if you get reincarnated, what is your interest to go back in and like live a life? What 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 are you good at? What do you want to do? What's your interest? And she doesn't have any. It's a very deep movie. It's a very yeah. deep like movie. It's very interesting. Um, so yeah. she can complete her badge so she can use it to return home. Um. So basically, they there's a zone, a place where souls can enter to find their passions, cause a trap. Um, but it can also become a trap for obsessed lost souls who just can't break the cycle. Um, but it comes back as a cat. A Joe, so twenty two takes over Joe's body, and Joe in hate comes back as a cat. And this is where the yeah. physical comedy comes in because Not I love a, the fact a that cat. Yeah, exactly. A fat calico cat, but it's a female cat, so he doesn't have balls. <laughs> it is interesting, and it humanizes Twenty Two as well. And I love uh, this. Um, Joe, just how do you say? It? I just feel it's really interesting to see a woman inside of a man's body and interacting with people and changing his life a little bit. It's, uh, uh, and a man inside of a female cat's body. Freaky Friday. Freaky yeah, cat. exactly. Calico, all calicos are females. So, and wait, what did they call the cat, Mister Mittens? It should be Miss Mittens, right? Yes, and obviously there's a lot of pussy and spunk, so Tara's very happy. <laughs> a, a fat cat. This Calico. is a ten, isn't it, Tara? This it's is my favorite. There are muscles, musty spunk somewhere. She would have given this a ten. If this guy oh, was like a hench big guy, this is a ten. Yep. <laughs> this is a Korean animation. She would have given this a ten out of ten. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So literally, play Batina Faye. Twenty-two is play Batina Faye. So anyone knows the accent, you know, the, how she's talking, you know exactly what it is. She's like a famous like comedy actress. She's really good. Mm. She's really um, she played this part really well as well. Just kind of, just, I don't care about anything. I don't want to be a human. I'd rather just stay here, <laughs> stay with the rest of these people. I don't want to go down there. I don't, I don't like the humans. Yeah, she didn't want to go. Like she's just yeah. like, oh no, I like it here. I I, I don't yeah. really want. I'm I'm someone that lives on benefits. I don't want to work. Yeah, basically, it's, yeah. We call those people a chav. Basically, she. Oh wow. <laughs> yes, literally. Yeah, that's what she is on benefits. Like she on like welfare right now. That's what she what she on. This is one of the best episodes we've ever done. And they also <laughs> spunk themselves. It really is. Isn't it? <laughs> I even then, even before, even before I went back into his body, he did not want to like help me help on twenty two hours. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna get out of here. Like, I'm gonna go, go do this stuff and get out of here." When when she goes into his body now, you know what I'm saying? And he has to like kind of navigate of her where to go in this human world. She's 
she's kind of apprehensive at first, and then she just literally gets into the room quickly like that. And she kind of, she kind of betters his life better than he did. That's true. Uh, and, <laughs> and, but it, it doesn't, it does have a little bit of American modernizing about life, but it's not yeah. done too badly on the, uh, there's no yeah. romantic plot line because Pixar just refused. They all, but the one thing Pixar does very well is a buddy comedy. They always do this. This yes. is the one thing I would call Pixar out, maybe outside of The Incredibles. They do have a buddy cop film. They mm. like turning red. I watched that recently. Like they didn't do it. Luca did it, but then they had a girl. So it's a trio. They are doing a really good job of trying to avoid like the the, the usual stuff that they used to do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, uh, this is definitely for me. It's so good to see uh, black music represented in a film. Yeah, Pixar have been really good, even before it was in demand of inclusiveness. I've noticed Pixar over the last, even way before they were way ahead of the curve, they've always had yeah. really inclusiveness a lot inside of their movies before it became a thing that everyone yeah, always had. Yeah. And Soul is a movie where it just feels effortlessly like they haven't put it in. Yeah, seamless. Even the people who got to the barber shop. <laughs> That's the thing about Pixar. Like they're already. The thing about them is that they're quite. Where other Disney things, they're forcing it in a bit too much. Yeah. Like they are definitely Pixar's always been a multicultural team. So yeah. the animation studios, at least, they've always had that. Even but like with Lilo and Stitch or Moana, they have those people from the backgrounds, Mulan, where they can just kind of. Put yeah. that stuff there because they've got such a massive army of animators they can go right there will most probably be a black disney film at some point in the near future where they will most probably lean on their background stuff to get a really good like style movie that's the one i'm waiting on like this is close but like a proper african one i because I, I, they've done hispanic they've done hawaii they've done asian with raya and stuff like that, and turning red, they've gone really into the Asian thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure we're gonna get a movie very soon. This is a movie, but it doesn't like it doesn't go quite in there yet. So I am Enchanto. Yeah, is very um, South American. Like they did it with um, ah, what's the one that made me cry? The Mexican one. Coco. Coco. Uh, there's. Luca is Italian, a European one. So I think the next one has to be an African one. And I, I'm going to keep an eye out because I think that that will happen. It will be natural because they like they like doing the variation now. It's not just set in America anymore. I think that's really nice. That's the one thing mm-hmm. I can't say about Disney or Pixar. They don't go in the same spot. The anima- The only thing that I would like is the animation style takes a while to get used to. It's just that, yeah, they does. It's, 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 you're watching it, I'm like, visually, visually, it didn't wow me, but in no. terms of the characters, it kept me in it. Like, good writing can distract from shit animation, so I don't think my score is going to be affected by the animation quality. Because, yeah. like, I gave Akira six, and Troy looked like he wanted to throw me into the fire because <laughs> I didn't like the characters. A bit. I didn't like any of the characters. Joe. Is a likable character. Twenty two is quite funny, but she's not in a totally horrible character. She's just lazy, and there's a difference. That's why Akira got a shit score six. It was lucky he didn't get a five because none of the characters are likable. Right? You need a good character that you can root for. 
some okay. cases most cases. This, most this movie yeah. has it joe is lovely joe is a great character joe is like a nice guy and it gets away from the stereotype of like a black man has to be fucking vicious and like a street guy and it gets away from that it's like joe is a nice guy these are the black people i know like troy like friendly like i like these are the black people i associate with in the uk where they're all friendly and shit so these are like this is reflective more of society like it's not a stereotype joe's educated this is what i see in my when i was growing up in england like this is this is why i like it well how do you feel troy as a black man do you feel like this is much more reflective of black culture like education wise and like like this is like it doesn't touch on the stereotype it talks about jazz Obviously, you got into jazz, blues, have influence in the movie, and um, I, I found it interesting. I was like, okay, okay. But, I like it, that. but it doesn't. But it doesn't lean on the fact he's black. It's just a story about a black man. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't lean into all these things like the guy around. Like it doesn't define him. It, he has loads of interesting things about him as a person. We've talked a lot about this recently. Good writing. This is good writing. This is. A movie where you're not just he's a character he's not just a skin color he, he's got so many other things going on i it's good writing and it's good diversity is there but you're not hitting us over the head with it you're just going yo nobody's complaining about this movie you know why because it's done well it's good writing this is what very, well, very well done very well done uh ryan wise as well and there are no no hood of hood of gang garbage in there no no none of that stuff in there which i found interesting. No. Refreshing, because most most people who are black are good people, and they're like they're not into gangs. So like the stereotype just needs to out of here. Like you know what I mean? Like this is not for too long. It's gone for too long now, but it's just like yeah, it's just I, I like they did, didn't go down that that route and just talk about the everyday life. Is like it's, it's, I just want to play, I play man. I just want to live my life, just fulfill my purpose. You know, just just, just that's it, man. That's where I live. That's where I live my life. That's it. That, that's that's me done. Nothing crazy. You know what I'm saying? Nothing too extra. I just want to do what I need to do. But at the same time, it was like, okay, so you want to play a book, but the purpose is kind of different to like living your life. So I like that kind of um, message as well. You always have to do one thing. You can kind of branch out and do whatever the heck you want to do, you know? So I like that kind of message at the end, even at the end of the movie when they said it. I find interesting. Uh, what what I enjoy is like they realize like uh, it's not a spark for soul's purpose, but it's like indication to live. It's about yeah. enjoying life and trying different things. So they both learn from each other because Joe decides to just try more out there things and not yeah. wait around in life. Like too many people wait around in life. You should try new things and take on new challenges. And twenty two will try some new stuff as well. So like yeah. she'll try and return to life and try some new things. And Joe won't be so afraid to make decisions. And she will come out of her laziness, so to speak. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, what, Tara, what? Yeah, go ahead. Apprehensive about doing stuff. 22 was like, nah, I'll do it, man. It's like, it's no point. It's, 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 a, it's a terrible place. I don't want to go down there. You know what I'm saying? And then she went down there, she was like, oh, wow, okay. But that's the thing, because she was willing to, she was going to say she kind of got pushed to explore, but now she's like, okay, I'm going to try it. You know what I'm saying? That was, that was, that was her kind of calling, because she was personally who was willing to once I'm going to correct myself. It was a Stephen Merchant. It was Richard Adodair. 
Sorry from the IT crowd and also Graham Norton is also very funny. <laughs> I like Graham Like seriously, he's a massive hippie who most probably has sexual orgies. He looks like one of those people. Oh my god! Graham Norton is oh my god. Loads of parts. Let's be honest. Like he's a bit of a whore. Yeah, no, I love Graham Norton, but not obviously, but I like Graham Norton. No. Um, Oh, you've been very quiet. You and Troy can talk about the movie for a bit. I have like, what, what, what is your okay? Uh, for me, I definitely like the cat, the calico cat that he was born into. The cat, <laughs> yeah, but I don't understand the ending though. It goes back to the soul, soul society. So, does it actually hold on? Wait, 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 wait. This is a bleach. The great so beyond. Thing. The great beyond. Does it mean that he goes, out, uh, like, he uh, goes uh, back into the afterlife? Or... So does it mean that he goes back into the afterlife? Yeah, I know it's a joke. Right? No, 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 no. no. He, he basically was there, but he, he came, they let him out. At the end, they let him out. They said he can live your life once again. Put him back uh-huh. into the body. I see. If I go, I'm going to try new things now. I'm going to like, just live my life. That, that's how I end. So I'm just going to try new things. So he's, so he's just going to like just play music all the time. That's, it's not his like, true purpose now. He's just going to live his life and just do what, do what he needs to do. You know what I'm saying? Just explore. You know what I mean? so, yeah, because yeah, I was wondering why... Like, what happens in the end that I was confused? Yeah, yeah so literally, it's, it's basically, basically what happens is that because he sends... 22, she got her badge, she's gonna um be born somewhere, she's gonna live her life and just like, like he is, it's just, she's gonna be a newborn. He's just gonna like go back to what he was doing. And but with, with a new um sense of life now. He's, got, he's more um he's gonna broaden his horizons, basically. Mm, okay. Yeah, basically she's she's kinda opened his eyes to the rest of the world and that fun, the fun that he used to have, you know. Mm-hmm. Which was crying his body he was like, ah, oh, this new thing. Like, oh, what's this? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna try that. Like, you need to stop like wasting time, blah blah blah. So that's what you're gonna start doing now. Hmm, okay. <laughs> sometimes you need to see if someone's in your body. You just like, bro, like, it's like, <laughs> it's like that movie, that horror movie. What was it? Um, um, oh, that? James, what James Wan movie called again? The one that he just he just he just came out. Of. When, when, where, the, where the woman was with the uh, sibling was living in her body. Girl power. What was it called? <laughs> what the heck? No. James Bond. James Bond is no better than Oh, you say similar to Hereditary. What the name, what's the name called? Well, man. <laughs> the, the, no, because the one that was a horror movie, James Bond. Was, ah, walking back and forth. You won't have any women tell me. Oh, women, no crime. Wait, which is this because I want to make my point. What the heck is it? Uh, malignant. You know that movie Malignant? When the things, things coming out, like, oh, it's a creature out of body. So, that, where, where yeah, he goes, that movie. Big Lippin, what's that? Where he goes, oh, you, I'm, you basically, you've wasted your body. I should have been the one taking your life. You know, so I've been, I should have been the one living your life. You don't live your life properly. I should have been me. You haven't seen that movie, Spoilers for Malignant. Spoilers, spoilers. Spoiler it should have been me. Troy Salmon came to fuck all you over today. Trust me, trust me. Hey, you listen to it, you're too late. You don't go watch that. You didn't put wellies on before you went in that puddle, bruv. You went That's straight it. for it. I went straight in, man. I went, no loop. I went straight in, no loop, bro. No, no babies being made today. <laughs> straight in, no loop, bro. No loop, bro. Straight in, bro. But 
Um, yeah, just like that, because um, 22 is living his life better than he was, as I said before. Because he was kind of like, obviously, when your life is wearing you down, she was like, why don't you let life wear you down like this? Come on now. So that's you know what I'm saying. So that's his new kind of thing now. He's come back rejuvenated. So he's going to just go and spunk. Oh jeez, <laughs> so, yeah. That's that's basically um, got one joke. I have one joke. Thank God he isn't a trumpet because he could blow the spunk away with his trumpet. He's a he's a oh, pianist. Oh. I can't make any. He can tickle the spunk. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. We need to as well. I forgot. Yeah. Go to go. The trumpet. The trumpet. Yeah. Spunk comes out. That's yeah. how. That's how penis work. Um. So, what do you think of the music? Like, Nice, it's nice, very jazzy. Throws offline right now. The movie, the, the, the music's really, really good, and it's got jazz music. And I, I, this podcast has gone off the rails so far. It must be all the spunk from the. As soon as Ben Ben brought it up, man, I was like, it's But all Spider-Man to come in and go, "This is my dream." Okay. Oh. The is like, then you could have had Joe jo- jo- go, "Hold up." I hate you, Spider-Man. I'm your villain lecturer. And he's like, well, Jamie Foxx, now you're breaking the fourth wall. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my God. We put the... <laughs> this podcast has come off. To what happens? What happens, bro? Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, we've been pretty well behaved the last couple of episodes, and it's just, it's not even Tara this time talking about sex. It's me that's decided to bring it to the table. Oh, Dear God. I mean, I think last episode we managed to get away. Oh no, sex has appeared in every episode to date of this podcast. I'm pro. I said for Akira. Wow, that's the one that got away because it's awfully boring. That's most probably right. Oh, here we go. So, um, well, we didn't joke about right. Akira type. So, what are we scoring this bad boy? Oh, okay. Well, let's score it. Yeah, I'm an eight. Oh, okay, so it's high. Okay, so you're an eight, okay. Eight Extra people. points for the Kelly goal. Yeah, you, you, you're giving an eight for all the pussy on the show. That's fine. And Spunk, Kelly goals are the best. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not a ten. I've made that joke before. It's a nine. You're giving it a nine? Okay, Ben, giving it a nine. If this doesn't at least get top ten, it would be a shame. But I think we've got so many movies. Because the tens might have just pushed it in. Out of top ten, which is a shame. I'll give it a nine as well. For a score of Spunky twenty six, that should get it in the top ten, but I I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out in a couple of weeks when Troy does his homework, and that's going to be really interesting. Might just get in at number ten, maybe. If if the top two is oh, twenty nine, it might just fall out the top. Oh, you never know. By the way, it's goodbye from me. So you should go before we throw you down a manhole, cover it into the world of spunk, because then you're going to have a lot of jizz and you might be the father of quite a lot of children. So it's goodbye from me. Bye. There's also pussy down there as well. Tara, would you like to say goodbye? Yeah, I say goodbye. That's it. Right. Bye bye. Have a good day. Spunky kittens. <laughs>